This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good morning, Foxes. How the devil are you today? How has your weekend been so far? Well, it didn't start very well, did it? We're going to be discussing with Jamie Thorpe, as seen on TV, BT Sports, Talk Sport. He uh, writes for the Fosway as well. We're going to be discussing the Leeds game, where it went wrong, where we can improve things, how well we're still doing. But you know what time it is? It's Sunday. It's 10am. It's time for the famous Foxes Aftermath show run by the fans for you fans out there. And you know what? Your opinion matters. So get them comments in now. Let's get going. It's kickoff time. Come on, you foxes. The Leicester City machine is on the march again. Leicester Fan TV presents a variety of content like fan discussions, match analysis, and engaging with Leicester fans worldwide. We want your views live. Thanks to our sponsors, Everots, Follow Blinds, Pucker Pies, Pink Car Leasing, Distillers Direct, Hologram, Take Me, Nubian Co, and the Fox's Arms and Rainbows. We are live in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Graphics, absolutely fantastic them graphics were. I hope you're well, I hope you're good. We're going to be discussing, like I say, with Jamie Thorpe. He's been on before with us, big Leicester fan. Uh, what went wrong with the Leeds game, what we can do to improve and how things can go. So on that note, I'm going to bring Jamie in. Let's bring him in. Morning, Jamie. How are you, pal? Good morning. Very well, thank you. And yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Um, right, we'll start with it straight away. Where did it go wrong for us on Friday night, pal? Um, 
I, I always try and take things a little bit more, a uh, bit more level, um, especially, uh, you know, a little bit after the game and try and uh, take my very clear Fox's bias out, out of the picture. Um, and actually, I was probably one of the few that came away not quite as downhearted as some. I think that there was a lot of talk after the game, you know, Leicester were woeful, they were played off the park, you know, we got everything wrong. And I'm just not sure that was the case. I think that we came up against a team that is arguably the most similar to ours in terms of their playing squad. They've got a lot of players in there that are clearly in the wrong league. Um, and the way that they the way they played, they pressed very high, they threw us off our game a little bit. But ultimately, you know, they've they've created a couple of chances and taken what taken theirs. We created a couple of chances and didn't take ours. So really what it comes down to is the fact that they were able to have that clinical edge when it really mattered. If you think that we had Fatou hit the bar, Melier's pulled off an unbelievable save at the end from that Jusbury Hall header. Like, you know, that's proper echoes of Seaman way back when, where he's just clawing it out <laughs> the corner. And yeah, I think you just... That's what. That's exactly what I mean. I'm glad that you can remember the more the specifics. Um, but it's just it's just come down to one of those moments where, on another day, it's that's gone another way. Um, but I think if you had to pinpoint exactly where we got it wrong or where we struggled, um, I don't really want to put more pressure on him because I think he struggled in the start of the season. But I think Cassidy, what was a little bit found out, um, especially in the second half. I thought he was okay in the first half. He was sort of managing to link the play up. But Kamara got to grips with him really tightly and, and shut him off, was pressuring him. Um, and I think he struggled. And then we didn't have that outlet that we normally have. Um, we struggled to get it to the wingers. When we did, they were often doubled up on. Um, and in the second half, we, we struggled to get by a packed, packed Leeds 11. But overall, I think that we've got to hope. I think what I'm more focused on is the reaction in the next game and how they respond to a loss as opposed to uh, melting down over the, uh, over the result. Yeah, I mean, in our WhatsApp group, we had a, not a heated exchange, did we? But on Friday night, straight up, I think I'm a bit emotional straight after the game and you're a little bit more level-headed. There was a couple of comments of yeah. relax and that. But then when I thought about it Saturday <laughs> morning, yeah, I probably thought, yeah, I probably do need to just rein it in a little bit. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad a performance. I think I was more disappointed the way we played. Because being yeah. for me, being a top table top of the league table, we need to be creating more chances. And I think we actually relied too much on our wingers in the home game, particularly the first half. And then we never made the chances through the middle. And I think that's why Jamie Vardy looked so ineffective to me on last uh, last night, uh, Friday night. And this is out of the game yeah. a lot. Yeah, and I completely understand where you're coming from. I think that it... I, I mean, I get that as well. You want to see, especially at home, you want to see... Um, Leicester creating chances and, and attacking, forcing the opposition to change their game plan, where in reality, Leeds made it so that we had to try and alter how we were playing, which is why I think you saw Vardy and Ian Acho essentially operating as a, as a midfielder to try and get by that three that Leeds had. Ampadu was screening Jewsbury Hall ever so well. Kamara cut off Cassidy. And then we, I think he brought him in to try and make another man. But the problem is, as you said, is that if we did get by... Your wingers are there looking up to cross and there's no one in the box. So I can understand I can understand where you're coming from. I think though we've got to probably have a have a bit of introspection and look at are we actually one of the best attacking sides in the league? Because I think being real in reality, we're probably not. We're probably, you know, we're we're a good side, we can score goals, but I don't think we're often gonna run away with games 
five, four, five, six, you know, six nil. I think we'll we'll win a lot of games one, two, score late when they tire. But this system is not set up to create chance after chance after chance, which I can understand because I know I sit next to my next to my dad at home games, and he gets very frustrated uh, with the <laughs> style of play. He's he's one of these of get it forward shouts. <laughs> No, he's slightly more he's slightly more tempered than that, but he just he, he's more like he's like I get it, I understand what he's trying to do. I'm just not that excited by it, which is a very valid criticism, I think. I I think he's a he's not saying he's got a problem with it. He's not trying to alter. He's just like it's just not that exciting to watch, um, which is probably close to the truth. Yeah, I see. Most of you know in the chat that I've got a bar in Spain and that I have all the Leicester games on. And since we finished two weeks ago, I've been able to actually sit down the Swansea, Sunderland, QPR and Leeds game and actually watch the whole game from start to finish without someone saying, can I have another pint? Can I have this? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I've been able to sit down and watch it. And to start off with, I was finding it boring when I was watching it at the bar. But now I'm sitting at home. Yes, it is boring in parts, but I can see what's, what he's trying to do, how he's trying to make gaps by bringing them to press high, and then us to try and find the gaps through the middle, through winks and stuff. So I can actually say it now, where before I wasn't really watching it properly. And I, was, mm. I think that's where the frustration was coming from. But it's still, I still find it a little bit boring watching mm. it. It's, it's a bit Brendan Rodgers-esque. There's still quite a bit of tippy-tappy football at the back. And that's the only problem I'm having with it. Even though we're winning 13 out of 15, I think is absolutely fantastic. Not many teams have, well, I think, what was it, Bristol City? generations in our living lifetime no one's ever done it before but i just find it that little bit boring this tippy tappy football just need to go through the middle a bit more but i think that's what you said there that's why we're going through the wingers but if you two number eights and your strikers not getting into the box that's what's going to cause the problem isn't it jamie yeah and i think there were there were moments where we did get in at them i mean juicy hall had a couple of those runs where you know he's running at the back four the options ahead of him um mavadidi in the first half and fatu were beating their men almost every single time and you thought that you know you had those it's easy to forget it's like you look at the stats oh we've only had the two shots on target in the 90 minutes that's appalling but you had those moments where we've got right to the byline and the cross has come in and missed a man by you know a couple of yards or a couple of even a few inches at times and those things don't get recorded in the stats but you've got to you've got to try and remember the momentum of the game for large portions of it was very much with Leicester and they weren't far off converting those into chances it's just those like those moments of composure which we were you know not quite as good at this time but on other occasions you know we've been banging at the races and and each every chance has rained down on the goal so just take I'll just take it with a pinch of salt and just think that because we've also got to remember, we're not actually that far into the season. Is that it, there's so many games to go. Moresca's got a big job on his hands to completely reinvent the wheel, really, in terms of how we play and the style and the players coming through. They're not 100% there yet. You can see it. I mean, Castro spent half his game getting shouted at by Winks and Vardy. Like, they, were yeah. get, they were not, especially out of possession. He, was, he, wasn't, he wasn't in the right place 70% of the time. So, you know, the players are getting there. Um, and I think that there will be... It'll be an interesting January. I'd imagine that there'll be a couple of fairly big, um, fairly big incomings in terms of the system. Yeah, I asked uh, uh, we had Charlie Carmichael on last week. I'm not sure whether you know him or not. We, um, yeah, I like Charlie. yeah, he's he's good. He's pretty damn good. And I asked him the same question, and I says, being a Leicester fan, did you think we'd be in this situation of winning 13 out of 15, or <laughs> did you think it was going to be a slow rebuild? And struggle, and not struggle, 
but probably be mid-table-ish. Because I wasn't sure which way it was going to be. I kept saying tongue-in-cheek to people at the bar, yeah, we're going to win it without losing a game. I didn't really mean it. I've nearly got my way. We're only two, ga- we're only two games off from winning it without losing a game. Well, what way did you think it was going to go? Um, probably somewhere in between the two. Um, I thought that we'd be, you know, sort of sat in the playoff spaces, uh, maybe a couple of shock results against us. But in reality, expected us to to keep a bit of momentum. I mean, just purely based on the squad that we've got as much as anything. Um, but I think what I'm most pleased about is the fact that I feel like Leicester have got an identity again. Um Morning, Cuss. Nice to tune in. Um, I've got to say, that, yeah, uh, mate, yeah, it's it's got to yours, you nickname. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a good lad. He was at the game with me and he was um, he was slightly more enthusiastic about it than I was. He was the positive vibe that I needed, I think, after the game. Um, but yeah, I think that <laughs> we, you, you know, we I think we've got a bit of identity about us again and we, and we know what we're doing and it's quite clear what he's trying to bring in. It's obvious how we're going to approach games now. And I think that that is something we lacked under Rodgers, especially in the last year. We didn't really know who, what we were, who we were about, what our style was. But I think it's very clear now what he's trying to build and what he's trying to do. Yeah, you mentioned about transfer window and bringing people in. I'm not sure you actually meant this person, but Neil's asking, are we missing, uh, we are missing a creative number 10 and maybe looking to bring someone in in January. Is that what you think? Do you think we need a creative number 10? Uh, yeah, a he's bit, not a million miles away. I think he, he, play in the championship. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, the system we play at the minute was is two eights rather than a, rather than a, a pure ten that that is you know only charged with making things happen, sort of like the Madison of Madison of old. I think that you'll probably have more of a midfielder that's able to get his foot on the ball and use it a bit better. Um, someone that is able to play with his back to the opposition as well, turn around the corner, sort of how Winks does it, but a bit more, bit more advanced. So. I think that we've we've missed Indeedy from that point of view, as as Rudy's just pointed out. I think that he's um, his dynamism, as much as anything, has been has been really missed. I mean, he's one of those. Even if he makes a mistake, he's you know he's getting back to that point where he he'll he'll lose the ball and then go and get it back again. He you know we're seeing the Indeedy of a few years ago, and we've missed that presence as much as anything. Um, I still we'll think that I'm not sure I can lose signing though, isn't he? The way he's playing uh, his yeah. number eight role instead of a defensive midfielder. He came as a defensive midfielder and he was probably the best defensive midfielder for a couple of years. And then it mm-hmm. seemed like Brendan Rodgers drained the life out of him. And now Enzo's yeah. come in and given him a new lease of life. And I think it's fantastic the way he's playing. Yeah, I think that um, you know, when he when he was at his pomp, he was in, you know, in the conversation with one of the best defensive midfielders in Europe. And I don't think that's an exaggeration to say. I think he wasn't up there in the top five. Um, he had that injury, which I think hit him as well. And yeah, you're right. The conf- he's very much a confident player, I think, is what we've learned. He's when things are going for him, he's yeah, I, I never thought I'd see the day where he chopped back inside, <laughs> did a defender and slotted it into the far corner. I mean, I never thought oh, I'd see that anyway. Southampton, yeah. I mean, that was that was an unbelievable transformation. It's like he's a player possessed. So I think that we'll we'll miss that. It's a shame that obviously we'll lose him um, over the African Cup of Nations. So they will definitely need um, someone back in the squad. Uh, I would wonder if they'd be looking at break. Brook, um, if they can get him fit, obviously I'm not 100% sure where the status with his injury is, because um, he would fit that mould perfectly, that's his style of play he'd be great um, oh, I wonder they... from QPR, he looked good against us didn't he, Char from QPR, he's a pretty he did, yeah. he did, yeah, he's, he'd been mould and I know they were linked with him in, in the summer so he'd be the sort of player they'd be looking for um, I mean QPR would be desperate to hold on to him, they need to keep everyone they can get at the moment, but it's clear that that's the area where we're lacking. Um, I think that they'll be looking at Doyle's injury as well because 
the role that he was playing in was very important. Um, and I think we've missed him as well. Um, but that aside, I think the squad's looking the, the squad's looking good. The squad's looking strong. And really, we've just got to um, retain that positivity and, and keep going into the next game. I'm trying to be positive, Jamie. I am <laughs> trying to be positive. But I just, straight after the game, I got a little bit all, oh. Um, oh, I know. The last, the last time that we lost, we lost to Hull. We went on a nine-game winning run. What's it? What's what do you think? I mean, you've interacted with the players and that. What do you think it's going to be like for the players now? And what's got into their heads and what they'll be thinking tomorrow morning at training, or even this morning at training? Oh, no, uh, tomorrow morning it'll be won't it? Well, if Maresca's anything like Guardiola, and we're constantly hearing those those comparisons, I can imagine that this will be used as a fire and. Them. I mean, you saw the reaction at full time. Le- Leeds, entire bench emptied onto the pitch. Um, and whereas the lesser players didn't look absolutely desolate, you could see that they were clearly extremely unhappy to have lost that game. But the mentality of previous seasons, I'd have, be, I'd have been cl- slightly concerned that this would cause a spiral. But on this occasion, I'm not not feeling that at all. I think that this will give them a bit of a bit of a kick. I think there's been obviously a huge amount of positivity written about them. Um, and I'm not saying that that's in any way got into their heads. I don't believe that for a second. But I'd imagine that this will be used as an opportunity to to learn, to learn a few lessons about how to react under pressure when things aren't going your way. And um, yeah, I would probably think that our opponents in the next few three or four games will be looking at that result and going, nah, <laughs> that's a shame. <laughs> um, they'll be expecting a reaction as, uh, as am I. Yeah. Talking of that, I'm not sure. I haven't heard this, but Locks, uh, one of the conscious, says... What did Jamie think to Phil Hayes' verdict <laughs> of the match? And Locks thought yeah. it was bullshit. Now I've not heard this, so I don't know. I don't know what so, he said. So he's referring to Phil Hay, who's um, a writer for the Athletic, um, who covers Leeds games, and. I can't remember the exact wording that he used, but he—I think he said something along the lines of Leicester couldn't live with Leeds," um, and basically implied that we were lucky to 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 just lost it one nil, and that on another day it could have gone on and been three and four. Um, and I think I shared this just in utter disbelief at what I was reading because it certainly wasn't the game I watched. Um, yeah, I think that's. A, I can only imagine that is written with some white tinted glasses on it. it, it they they were in no danger of running away with the game at any given point. Um, and I know that it's easy to say that with and be accused of being biased the other way. But, I mean, it's not like they were raining chance after chance. Hamanson had one save to make um, of any note. Uh, you know, I, I didn't see that game at all. I think he was um, I think he was baiting for a few reactions, should we say. And uh, I think oh, I was yeah. silly enough to give him one. <laughs> the old quick bait, do you think it was? And you fell for it? A, a little bit. <laughs> um, I mean, on Friday night, defensively, we've looked good. And we looked good all season. There, was, there wasn't much worry. I know they did a lot of counter-attacking and the press. But it, it's, again, that we have a slow start in the second half. And there was mm. a stat that I'm, I'm quite surprised about this. It's the worst. for the Leicester are the worst for the first 15 minutes of the second half. They've only scored one, but conceded three. And Leeds, I know that doesn't sound a lot, but that's the worst in the league. Leeds mm. had six of their shots out of their 11 shots in that 15 minutes. I know the next half an hour, we're 16 nil up in the th- th- uh, 60 to 90. Why do you think we have a slow start? Why do you think it's slow in the second half? Normally, you're going to be coming out firing. And I don't understand it, really. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's, this seems to be a problem we've had for a few years. I mean, I don't know how many times I've been sat, you know, stood in the air. Uh, 
stood having a, having a drink at half time with my with my brother in law who comes down with us and said we're saying oh what you know what we've got to do in the second half you know just and then about two minutes in you're going well that was a complete waste of time we've conceded already like and things <laughs> things yeah. have changed things have changed almost immediately um I don't I don't I don't know is the, is the honest answer um I think that they've just got to get themselves prepared for I mean whether other teams are coming out harder I think that they realise that they are going to have a rough time in the last 20 minutes of games because of the way we play and whether they're sort of gambling on, right, go all at it first 15, big energy, you you know, drain the tank a bit, try and get that goal so that then we can sit back. I I, I don't know. I imagine that comes into their thinking because there's such a theme with us, basic teams looking absolutely exhausted in the last 15 minutes against us because they've been chasing chasing shadows for, for a long period of the game, which is a bit attritional. Um, goes back to your point of not being that exciting. But um, I don't know whether that, that's coming into their thinking. If they're going, we're not going to be able to do this at the end. We've got to do it now, perhaps. Um, we've got to learn to live with that a bit better. Well, yeah, I think, we, I think we've got to. It's something that Enzo's got to look at and maybe build, build on it somehow to get him to, I don't know, like I say, I've never been good enough to be a manager. That's why I only talk about it. I, and get abused for what I say. Um, but going on to the Middlesbrough game, that's in the past. The old mantra of, oh, it's, we take one game at a time. We've gone past the Leeds game, Middlesbrough. There was a slight mm. change of plan. They brought Chowdhury on, put him at right back and moved Ricky P into the Cassidy role for about the last 15, 20 minutes, was it? I think it was. I can't remember the time this up. And it looked yeah. a lot better with Ricky P there because he's got quite decent skills on the board. He's pretty pacey. Do you think that's a way forward of moving Ricky Payne to that number eight while uh, Pratt and um, and Didi are out? Yeah, I think that that ticked two boxes for me because I thought Chowdhury against Somerville was what we needed. Um, I think that covering tackle that he put in towards the end of the game, you know, he hooks his back leg round and and gets him on the break. That's that's you know that's vintage Chowdhury, and he, and he and also he's the sort of player that puts a big tackle on like that, and then suddenly it lifts the crowd as your as as your commenters just just pointed out. It it gives you a bit of impetus. Um, but yeah, Pereira had dealt with some Villeneuve so well. I think he's he's looking some way back to his best in turn, defensively, certainly. But you're right, he's got that skill set where he's able to receive it, a couple of quick one-twos and he's away, which is what we were lacking to break down that midfield. So I think it was a good idea. I'd imagine it's driven more by necessity than than choice, though. I think that he would have much preferred to be able to bring a Pratt or an Ndidi off the bench. Um but you know, I think we're make, he's making the most of his squad and not not unhappy to try new things, and and I'm all for that. I think it's it's good to see. It's so good to see Ricardo getting through full nineties and and looking looking sharp again. And long may that continue. He is. We, I think a lot of Leicester fans were a bit worried because he's he's had a few injuries over the last few years, hasn't he? And he was like made of glass the yeah. last couple of years. Uh, but this yeah. year, I'm not sure of his figures, but he seems to be involved. I think he started 12 out of the 15 games, something like that, maybe even more than that. Might have 14 out, I'm not sure. But it, it's proved that he's he's coming back to his full fitness. And we are seeing the best out of Ricky P now, which I think, to, to be honest, Ricky P would be my man of the match, I think, on uh, Friday night. I don't think anybody yeah. would have beaten Ricky P on Friday night. As no, for not, the not, not over the full 90, certainly. Um, and I think he's a big influence off the pitch as, as well in terms of he's you know member of the leadership group. We've seen him as captain a few times this year as well. And um, I think he's, he's, he's an influential character that, that players like um, and get round. So, yeah, I think it's the more we can keep him fit, the, the better. Yeah. So what are you thinking about Middlesbrough then? What changes do you think to the team? Or what, I think Nacho's got to come in for Vardy. 
for that different kind of option up top. And I think Casey McAteer's got to come in. And I was quite surprised that he didn't come on for Cassidy yeah. when we needed a goal on uh, Friday night. I keep, I'm so used to doing the show straight after the game the day after keep saying yesterday. Um, I'm surprised. <laughs> I think McAteer might come into the fold on Saturday. Yes. I, can, I mean, yeah, me and um, myself and, and Joe, who's, who's commented a couple of times, we, we were discussing this after and we, we just assumed that he wasn't back to full fitness. I can't think of any other reason why. You wouldn't you wouldn't bring him on, especially in a game where we need a bit more of a direct impetus and, and a player like that. And he's, you know, fits the bill. Um, I'd imagine if he's fit, you'll see him at some point. If it was me, I wouldn't change the starting wingers um, heading into the game. I think that especially in the first half, they were both excellent, um, and continuity is going to be really important for both of them. So if they're if they're feeling fresh, I'd imagine they'll start. Um, the change which I would possibly expect to see would be a centre back surprisingly. Um, I think that Vestergaard's reinvention has been incredible. Um, I never, you know, if you said to me a year ago, oh, <laughs> in, in next season, they'll be singing Vestergaard's name in the stands. I'd have uh, looked to you like you'd gone mad. But, yeah, you yeah. know, he's, he's he's done ever so well. But And I think defensively, he did well against Leeds. He's not a quick player. And they yeah. had some very, very quick players and he coped with them pretty well. What he wasn't quite as sharp with was his use of the ball. Um, and I think when you've got a player such as Connie Cody, sat on the bench, needs some games, this presents a bit of an opportunity to get him get him on the pitch. So it wouldn't surprise me if he came in and started at centre-half alongside Whitefast. But other than that, the team more or less picks itself. I'd agree with your change up front. Nacho comes in, midfield three is going to be the same because, well, <laughs> they haven't really got any other option at this point. Um, no. And that is, our, that is our best three. Um, yeah. And yeah, so go again. And I can't... You know, result-wise, I don't like to predict it, but it'll be a different game. We're facing a different test to Leeds. Um, and it'll be, yeah, you know, they're a good side. They've done well. Um, they've recovered ever so well after their start. But they've lost last game, I think, and uh, they'll be looking to bounce back as well. Oh, Mid no, Middlesbrough drew yesterday. Oh, sorry, I take it back then. I got drew, that one wrong. Um, but... Yeah, three all. They drew three all with, oh, right. with Plymouth. Drew three all ah. with Plymouth. Ah well, there you go. I took a um, I took a Saturday off to go to see Disney on Ice of all things with my little boy. So um, <laughs> I mean, I miss the <laughs> miss the scores. Um, but yeah, I, either way, you know, we know what they're about. They're a good side. They're well coached under Carrick. But it'll be it, you've just got to think lesser of favourites again. I think you, you've got to put us in the in the driving seat for that game. And I think Middlesbrough is up to them to to try and get something out of the game as opposed to and make us change how we play. So did. I didn't quite catch it. I know you said you didn't really want to give a scoreline, but do you think we're going to go up there and get something or are we going to come away with a point? Because I know during the Premier League, I kept saying, win your home games, draw your away games, four points. But we're on this such good run away from home. Where hmm. is it seven on the bounce now? We've won away from home, I think. Is it was six or seven? Seven. Seven on the bounce. We've got to keep it going. Are we going to be yeah, disappointed I mean... if we come away with a draw? You'd be disappointed. I think that you, 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 we're not at the stage where we say we, we need to win. We don't have to win. We, we certainly don't. I think we can afford to lose, a, 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 you know, into double figures games for the rest of the season. Like, uh, But I think that I would prefer is to keep the momentum, as you say, um, especially arrest it after a loss, which can sometimes have a bit of an impact. So they'll want to go in and make... And we've been ever so good away from home. We're, we're getting to that point again where we're very happy just to turn up and ruin everyone's day. Um, you know, fat people at home, it's a big game. Leicester coming into town, especially with how we're doing. Um, 
they're they're always up for it and and our fans away are excellent and seem very happy to turn up and say actually no (laughs) it's three points going back to Leicester see you next time so that that's the mentality that we've got to have we've got to go and play on the front foot and, and make things happen and I think if we play like that um, and start well, then Borough won't live with us. But um, I would, if I had to put my neck on the line, I'll give you two nil, and I, I think a clean sheet or clean sheet comes back in the and Leicester, Leicester take the win. Radio pal, Jamie, it's been much appreciated. I've got some others, other fans waiting to come on. Much appreciated no for your time and your effort speaking about Leicester at this uh, early day on a early time on a Sunday morning with me. Uh, no. And hopefully we won't have a bit of a, a rant uh, next <laughs> night after the game again. <laughs> uh, I, I'll, uh, I'll look forward to it. Always like a little bit of a debate, mate, as you know. So um, just remember, yeah, I get a bit emotional after the game, so yeah, you, time you take, to think about it. I won't say I won't say what I repeated what I said at full time because it's not allowed to be repeated. But um, yeah, so I can't <laughs> a yeah bit thank you very much for having me on. You're put, no problem, Jamie. We shall speak to you later, pal. Thanks a lot, Jamie. There's Jamie Thorpe, yeah. much a big Leicester fan. Cheers, pal. Let's bring some others on. Let's bring one of the Leeds United's most hated away fan. Locks, how the devil are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm just going to bring in the other two. Well, what, has anybody been in touch with you yet, Locks, from the Leeds channels? Oh, yeah, loads. Yeah. Loads, mate. Loads, mate. But the thing is, we're, you know, we're 11 points clear of them. So what have they got to talk about? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, that is the thing. Although Reedy's mass was a bit shocking this morning when I asked him. He said, he said it's only nine points. I said, no, it's 11 points. It is what it is, isn't it? It's eight. Three was nine. It's, it's eight if they beat us next time. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jono, how are you, pal? Yeah, all good. All good. Uh, what did you think to Friday night then? Just Leeds just wanted it more, you know. I said I said last week um, that I thought we were going to lose this. Not because I thought we were, we were going to be poor, but we we started to get a bit complacent. And if you think about it, maybe hopefully this loss would kick their eyes into game thinking that we can't play just think well, we're going to win every game. We have to play well every game because teams like Leeds will will beat us if we don't, you know, get into into our A game. So it's a it's a chance for. Enzo and the other players to realise that actually this league is going to be a walkover as we thought it was going to be. So hopefully it sticks with them. Locks, just one thing. I'm just going to put you on full screen a minute. What's that in the background? Who's that a picture of in the background over your shoulder? It's the goat, mate. It's the goat. It's Lionel Messi, mate. Oh, I right. I, oh, I wouldn't call him the goat, but... The goat. It's the goat. I couldn't work yeah. out who it was. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Messi, mate. Some people thought it was Jesus the other day, which... Uh... <laughs> But no, I, I, I'm not religious, but yeah, messy. <laughs> but we've talked, I mean, Jamie, we've talked about Leeds game a lot. We'll, we'll go straight on to the Middlesbrough game. What do you what do you think, lads? What do you think? Reedy, we'll start with you about the uh, the Middlesbrough game next Saturday. Are you going? I am going, yeah. That's going to be an early start for you, isn't it? Uh, about 9 10, I think. Oh, that's not too bad. No. Um, do you know what? It's, it's difficult because after the Leeds game and because of the form that Middlesbrough in, not like but after the whole game, I wasn't too, um, I wasn't too worried because I felt like we could easily get back and get a winning way again. But with how Middlesbrough are doing now, 
I, I'm I'm worried because we've just lost. So I, I don't know if we'll go there and get the win. Again, a draw is good, good enough, but we want to get back to winning ways. And I hope we do. But I, just, I'm, I am worried that because of the loss we've just had, it might take an effect on us in a way, in my opinion, anyway. Locks, you think we've got, to, got something to prove? Losing to Leeds and going up Middlesbrough and beating them? Well, the only other game we've lost this season, obviously, we had to wait two weeks, didn't we, to put it right? Because the international break after Hull. Um, but now we've only got, you know, eight days or whatever it is, seven, eight days to, to, to you know, to wait to put it right. And I've got I've got no worries at all, mate. I just think, you know, we, we the last game we lost, we then went on and won nine in a row. And I think it'll be something similar this time around. Um, I... Again, as I've said every week, I think we're too good for this league. Um, it was a close game, in my opinion, with Leeds. They they did deserve to win it overall, over the whole 90 minutes, I would say. Um, the first half was even, I think. But um, but yeah, I think we are going to... And even me, I said, you can go back, I've said it. We, I said we will lose. We will lose a few games. Um, but I, I'm just, I still think we'll we'll absolutely steamroll the league by the end of it. I think we'll still break the pointless record. I've got no concerns over that. Um, Leeds did want it more because I, and I think it's because they needed it more, right? Leeds needed it more because they had they, to win. Yeah, they had well, to win, the whereas we like didn't. The, after the game, it looked like they won the league, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I get it. There's some celebration police out there and I, 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 I'm not a big fan of it. I, I, I get people saying, oh, calm down, but... Like for them, it's a big win. It's a massive win because all they've, all Leeds fans have heard all season is Leicester are the best team in the league and, and Leicester are the best team that's ever been in the league. And, you know, obviously all the, um, all the media obviously have been saying, you know, talking about will Leicester break records and all of this. And so I get why beating Leicester, because you've got to think, we said before the season, right? We're like the Man City of the championship. That's what mm-hmm. we said, right? So if, 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 uh, you know, if a Sheffield United or or even like a, a Newcastle went and beat Man City at we'll the Etihad, City. yeah, if if they went and beat Man City at the Etihad, they'd be celebrating like they won the league and fair play. So I get it. I think it just shows Jamie how good we've been this year and how yeah. good we are that they're celebrating that much against us. And I ain't got a problem with it. So, but if you look at Ipswich, they they drew. Thing, hold on, John. Hold on, John. Just one thing. Andy Sheba, my geography's not burnt. I haven't lived in England for the last 19 years. Lost to two Yorkshire teams, so let's beat another two. Middlesbrough and Sheffield Wednesday. I'm sure Middlesbrough is more northeast than it is Yorkshire. It is. Middlesbrough's northeast. Yeah, I think Andrew's made a bit of a schoolboy error there. I think you better go to Yorkshire. <laughs> uh, really. Yeah, Middlesbrough. He ain't got a clue where Wrexham is, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, go on, John. I'm sorry. I just thought, I just, my, my geography then, I was thinking, sure. That's enough, right. Um, but if you look at Ipswich, they drew against Birmingham yesterday. Like that's a big, big up for us because that's that's taking a bit of pressure off us. Because if Ipswich beat Rotherham on Tuesday, or wherever they're playing them, they can no longer jump us. Mm-hmm. So, um, Appar- sorry, apparently Middlesbrough is in North Yorkshire. Apparently, it's classed as North Yorkshire. No, it's really? not. It's class. No, it's, 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 class. it's class. It's I've just had a look. It's, it's, yeah, but it's northeast. Yeah, but if it's classed as in Yorkshire, it's still Yorkshire. Though. Oh come on! Well, I but, never in a million years would have thought that. But um, Leeds, Leeds needed this to stay in the fight for second, second. place. 
Mm-hmm. Like, because Southampton are only one point behind them, so is West Brom. So it's it's a tight for, for for second place. They needed that. And we just... It just shows that they they need to fight to stay in that race. But I I said after I said after the game that as much as we are still eleven points clear, it doesn't matter that Leeds beat Leicester because no down down the line they'll lose to another another Stoke or something. So they they're just gonna lose the three points either way because they beat us. That that in that way you just can't look at it as a that disappointing loss because I wasn't coming out the ground disappointed. I was just like it is what it is. But we need to win the next game. We conceded to a scrappy goal. It wasn't even a good goal. We just scrappy, no, it wasn't. Great scrappy save. goal. And it, it is what it is. And like I said, we move on to Middlesbrough now and we have to win. But I, I don't think Cassidy has, has to start. He's been no. absolutely... like I'm not going to say he's awful, but he just he doesn't look great at all. I'd rather have someone like McAteer in that central role with Dewsbury Hall we even put Ricardo up there a bit higher because he, he's got better passing than probably both of our number eights, in my opinion. Not Winks, but the other two in Dewsbury Hall and Cassidy. Ricardo Pereira's got better passing than both of them. So we've got to get someone who's a bit more clinical up front with the passing. So yeah. and that's why and that's why he said we're, we're not making yeah, we need like I was saying to Jamie, we need a a number ten. Yeah. We need someone who knows how to put that ball through the middle. We're relying on the wingers too much. But what I was just going to say, the Christmas period game is going to be very interesting. So I don't know whether you know, the 23rd of December, Leeds have got Ipswich. 26th of December, we have got Ipswich. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be very interesting. We, they need to draw and we need to win. That's I know Christmas is a long way away, but it, it comes around very quickly, doesn't it? Um, just before we go, Locks. Scoreline next week. I know it's a few. I know we always say the scoreline. It's a bit early now for the scoreline, but early predictions for the Middlesbrough game. Two nil, Leicester. Yeah, what? Um, it's like so not concerned. No. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. Um, yeah, I just think. Uh, yeah, to be honest, mate, there's not really much for me to say. Uh, the only two teams that I think we would struggle against are Leeds. And Ipswich. I know we struggle against Hull, obviously, but um, they're the only two teams I'm concerned about because they're the only two teams that have proved that they're that they're good. They're really good. The other the other teams are just a bit of hit and miss, I think. So um, Ipswich. Look, I think just touching on what you said about uh, Christmas period. I think they'll go or because they'll have to rest some players in one of the games. I think they'll rest the the, the players against us. I think they'll go full strength against Leeds because. I'm sorry, but Leeds are fighting with Ipswich. Leeds aren't fighting with us. They're not a concern. No one's a concern. We're going to win the league. <laughs> it's Leeds and Ipswich fighting out for second place. They ain't. Really? They don't, Why they don't can't need... you be this positive, reading? They don't... I'm not. I, as I'm totally honest, I'm a pessimist. That's what I am. If I'm totally honest, I'm not. Like I don't know. In my eyes, I think Locks is just blindsided. See, it's top, it's top, and that's it. Whereas I'm like. There is a chance that someone can come and compete with us. Tell you what, though. I, I'm not, well, honestly, right? In my head, I'm not even, I said this the other day, I'm not thinking about winning the league. I'm only thinking about the points record. Like, I'm being serious. I, I, I just, I don't see anyone that beats, that beats us to the league because I just think, um, I, I still think Ipswich will drop off. I'm not saying they'll finish, you know, below third. They might finish third, but I don't think they'll win, they'll carry on winning the amount of games that they are. 
And I think Leeds will drop more points than we are than than we will. And they're already eleven points behind us. You know, they can beat mm-hmm. us again, and they're still eight points behind us. And it's like as long as it's in our it's in our hands, and I trust us to to see it out. I know that's obviously not been the case. You just uh, gotta make sure you bounce back against Borough. You've got and, to. and, I, and yeah. I honestly think we'll probably win nine games in a row again. I really do. But yeah, that's it. Well, on that positive two note, nil, two nil Leicester against two Minnesota. nil. Locks, cheers for that, pal. On that positive note. Locks is going for another nine-game winning streak, starting with a 2-0 victory at Borough away. Yes, mate. And now I'm off for some breakfast at Central Lounge in Loughborough. So I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) I might come and join you, mate. Yeah, mate. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been to Central Lounge before. So I'm guessing they do a full English. So if they do, I'll probably... If anyone sees Locks in Loughborough, find something to eat or drink while he's there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But well, no egg in. No egg in. Don't throw any eggs at it. <laughs> Unless you're a Leeds fan. Unless you're a Leeds fan. <laughs> See you later, Locks. All right, mate. Jono, prediction um, of the scoreline. 2-1 Leicester. 2-1 Leicester. Like last week, I was a bit uncertain about beating Leeds. My judgment was correct. I, I did say we're most likely going to lose, which we did, but Middles Brikes is winning 2-1. I just feel bad for Reedy because... Even last season, Reedy was positive. Brendan has sucked the life out of Reedy. You can physically see it. <laughs> like, even last season, you're positive. You're like, oh, we're going to be fine. And then all, all of a sudden, you've become Mr. Negative. So it's not negative at all. I'm just trying to be... Oh, yes. no, I'm just, be, no, no, I'm no, just no, being careful not. because if, if we... Like I say, I wasn't, I wasn't like confident we were going to beat Leeds and we didn't. I'm saying that we, we've just got to make sure we don't let this... Affected. No, we've got to beat Middlesbrough. People think, oh, we're still 11 points clear, it's fine. Because anything can happen. If we if we lose to Middlesbrough and then we'll start losing games back to back to back, that's where the points are going to get close. Yeah, we need to be. Yeah, we, we need to, to keep that gap. But, um, Jono, I've got to stick up for Reedy here. Reedy's not been as negative as he was positive last year. He hasn't gone the full spectrum. No, he hasn't, no. He's, no, he's not gone the full different. He's not got the swung, has not gone 180 degrees. I'm just home. being careful with what, what we say. I want to be careful. Like I'm, I love Lox's positivity, but I think we need to um, be a bit careful and just take it game by game. As long as we've got more than a 10-point gap for me, I'm happy. Yeah, with three games to go, 10-point gap, I'll be quite happy with that. Yeah. Um, John, I see you said 2-1 We shall see you later, pal. Be good. See you later. Read it. Another show's another show's done. Um, Middlesbrough next week. What do you think, pal? Um, a long trip up there. A full bus. Falling asleep. Drinking. Shaving people's eyebrows off while you're asleep. Uh, you gotta be careful of that, ain't you? What do you think? I want to be confident, but I I, I think we're gonna go two one. I think they're gonna go they're gonna go ahead. 1-0, but we'll come back oh, and win 2-1. Well, hold on, 2-1 which way? Because you don't sound confident at all. 2-1 Leicester, but I think they'll oh, score all right. first. You didn't sound confident at all. I, I think they'll score first. Take, I would take a draw up there. I would take a draw. Well, the way they're playing, they're, they're, they're no mugs. Like I say, they were in form all season last year. Yes, they had an awful start this year. Um, but where are they now before I quickly go? I'm they're about 12th, I think. 11th or 12th. Middlesbrough, form-wise as well, once it starts loading up. Because I think there are quite a few games in a row. Yeah. They won three in a row, then lost to Stoke and then drew to Mid- uh, Plymouth. So they're very 
here and there, but they are they have won six games, so it is what it is. Like I say we've won we've won thirteen, but I forgot while the others were on, I forgot to say something. You know, uh, Perez scored for Real Betis against Mallorca last night. Don't know oh, whether you guess. know. Just, just a little bit of, just because it's Mallorca based. Yeah, I was quite surprised when I saw him score. Um, he's doing quite well, but it's another player that's left us. He needed everyone's, to go. Everyone seems to go from us and starts doing well. <laughs> well, look at Harry Kane. I think he scored 16 in 10 games for Bayern Munich, and he's steamrolling that league with goals, isn't he? But that's yeah. another That's another one. So, really, you ever what? 2 1, yeah. 2 1, yeah. I'm, I'm not quite as positive as you. I'm still coming away. I don't think we'll lose. I think we'll have a draw. I'm going for my old favourite of Desmond. You just got to make. You just got to make sure you don't let this game affect. Because again, you don't want the points gap to start decreasing and getting to couple points away. Because like I said, then you'll start to stop. Then it will feel like you're battling. You don't want to be battling. You want to be clear and just. Even if you lose a game, you're like, okay, we've still got time to bring it back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Radio pal. Oh, do Ipswich play their game in midweek then? Their game in hand? Uh, yeah, because their game got cancelled against... Oh, they've, uh, they've got their game. That's against Rotherham, isn't it, I think? Yeah, Rotherham's yeah. got cancelled because of the floods and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> right, <we're done. laughs> maybe jump then. The old dog, maybe jump. Radio then, read it. I shall see you later. Be good. No worries. See you in a bit. See you later, pal. Um... Jamie, have I ever been right with your two all? I think on one occasion, of all the years I've been saying two all, I think it's been one occasion I've got it right. But you never know. We might get it right one day. Hopefully it's this week and we don't lose. But anyway, it's been much appreciated once again for all you people coming out to see us. Coming out to see us, uh, getting up early to come and watch us. Over the next few weeks, I've got a couple of special guests lined up. I'm not going to let you know just yet, but I have got a couple of special guests lined up. Just got to get the date sorted and you'll really enjoy them, what they're having. Um, but overall, Friday night, width of a crossbar, last minute save, static defensive, def uh, static set piece defending. Costas, was it a draw or was it a win? Ciao, ciao. Adios. Goodbye. Arrivederci. Come on, Leicester. <laughs> Thanks for watching Leicester Fan TV. Thanks to our sponsors, Everods, Follow Blinds, Pocket Pies, Pink Car Leasing, Distillers Direct, Hologram, Take Me, Nubian Cow, The Fox's Arms and Rainbows. Run by the fans for the fans. Follow us on socials at Leicester Fan TV and visit LeicesterFanTV.com for all the latest news, views and videos. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.